This episode of Ticket Ripper is brought to you by an orphan who lives under a staircase, talks to snakes, gets recruited by a cult to practice black magic, uh, which then sends him on a path to be hunted down by a terrorist organization whose main goal is to eliminate from existence non-magic people. Welcome back, welcome back uh, to the Ticket Ripper Podcast. If you're new here, welcome to the Ticket Ripper Podcast. My name, as always, has been Kamin, your humble host, the greatest host of all time, coming at you alive and well from uh, somewhere in the uh, you know Texas side of Texas. Um, and we're going to hop right into it because I got some stuff to talk about. I don't want to make this one super long, so let's go right into it because I here's the thing. Uh, San Diego Comic-Con came out, and you know your boy. Um, I get so caught up in all the news and all the stuff going on, and then I remember, oh yeah, I do record a podcast, don't I? Well, anyway, uh, here we are, weeks later, <laughs> talking about talking about uh, the stuff that we've seen on uh, some of this Comic-Con stuff. Mainly, uh, one of the things that I want to bring up, because this is... I'm not the show that I'm going to talk about, but it, it's attached to something that is near and dear to my heart, which goes into this whole Comic-Con thing. Um, She-Hulk, um, which, to be fair, like, She-Hulk, right off the bat when they announced that they were doing it, I was like, ooh, we're going to make the Hulk, we're going to, like, it's because the She-Hulk, um, the thing about She-Hulk is when they designed her back in the day in the comic books, um, it was like, they were like, oh, look at the Hulk. What's, what's a female version of that gonna look like? And they literally just made a, like, Amazon and then colored her green. Um, which I mean, works. Um, I mean, it's gonna be fun to see how the autonomy plays into it. Cause she, she, Jennifer Walters is, is the main character's name. She comes out like right off the bat with, uh, her autonomy, like, already being able to, like, talk, I guess, and all that, unless Bruce, like, trains that out of her. I don't know. I haven't seen the show because it hasn't released yet. Uh, it's going to release uh, here in a couple of days. I want to say a week or so. Uh, so watch that. Watch with me. Watch with your boys. Um, I don't I don't know if I like this Hulk that can talk and he's smart and whatnot. It's a whole lot of CGI, and I feel like when the character has autonomy, uh, or when the character is, like, fully conscious and fully, like, just, like, he's able to, like, make coherent sentences. I feel like things happen. You you, you have to use that character all the time. Uh, Mark Ruffalo now has zero appearance in, this, in, in the Marvel Universe. Uh, honestly, which, I mean, I guess makes Mark Ruffalo's job a lot easier. Because uh, they can just get some bozo to play, the be in the pajamas, and then they can get... Uh, Mark Ruffalo to just do the voiceovers. Uh, I don't know if that's how they're going to do that, but hey, uh, c'est la vie, you know? Um, they're probably, it's probably Mark Ruffalo now, unfortunately, has to wear pajamas for the entire, like, his entire, the rest of his uh, MCU career. Um, but yeah, She-Hulk, uh, a lot of interesting things that we get, that we got to see in the newer trailer. Um, the first trailer that they ever released was actually 
like the thing about this is Marvel is uh, and I've said it before. Marvel is going a route where they're especially for their series. They're not putting as much money into the VFX as probably we would want them to. Um, but just in general, like there is something off uh, and kind of like mass produced feeling about their VFX. And so <laughs> they end up looking kind of wonky. We're talking uh, Leia at the end of Rogue One uh, here. And uh, so the first trailer had that issue. And it, it, it apparently it also kind of depends on what you're watching it on. If you're not watching it in like super crisp HD, uh, apparently that can make the VFX look a lot worse, which I agree. I've watched it on multiple different devices because I'm a nerd. Uh, and I've, I've been able to tell the difference. Um, so maybe try that. Uh, cause it does like, you can see photos or like screenshots of the show on like IMDb and the VFX don't look that bad. It's when motion comes into play that it starts to get a little wonky. Um, which in this show, like I think is going to be, it's, there's going to be an uncanny valley aspect to it, which if you don't know what that is, it's basically when something gets too real looking, um, but it's just it, like when something's too humanoid, uh, so it's something close to what we uh, are like see on a regular basis, and yet it's still VFX, like fully CGI. Um, you're able to tell the difference, but you're not able to put your finger on it. Um, in this case, like it, I don't know what it is. I again, I can't put my finger on it, but something's up with the VFX. Um, They've had the issue before. It's not like new uh, and they're not the only people who have that problem. But to do an entire show where your main character is a VFX character, uh, you got to give it that that full on Thanos um, treatment, which I don't know if they're going to do. We're going to have to see what, until the finished product. Um, honestly, if I'm being completely honest with you, uh, I could care less about um, about this series. Uh, which is a, <laughs> which is a horrible thing to say. Um, and it's nothing against like, uh, anything, you know, like, uh, I just, I think the thing is with the majority of Hawkeye, the, I just finished Ms. Marvel. Um, and now this, uh, I'm seeing, and actually I'll, I'll include WandaVision in that as well. Um, there is a vibe that I'm getting from these series that is very, for the lack of better terms, Disney Channel, um, which I've, I've used around some of my buddies, <laughs> and I was like, they, and they were just like, oh, okay, I might like it then, and I was like, yeah, you you probably would, uh, shout out to my, uh, to my pal, um, but, uh, <laughs> but, um, there is something that like at first when we got like uh wandavision i was like oh okay is this how the series are gonna feel uh same with like i would say loki and captain america were two of the higher quality feeling shows that we got from marvel um and that that like treatment that they gave those two shows we i expected those uh that to carry on um and it it kind of didn't uh, if i'm being completely honest um it kind of didn't. Um, there is something off about the about most of the shows that they're making. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if this whole Disney like buyout was uh, a, a really great idea. Um, Marvel's getting really big for their britches, and they're. I mean, they've already announced like twenty movies uh, over the next like two years. So we'll see how all this goes. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, 
navigates the complicated life of a single 30-something-year-old attorney who also happens to be a green 6-foot-7-inch superpowered Hulk. 6-foot-7 inches? 6 feet 7 inches. The Hulk is like 9 feet. So, what are we doing here? Have you seen a 6-foot-7-inch person? They're, like, they're tall. Don't get me wrong. 6-foot-7-inch people are tall. But they're, they're like... They're not monsters. The Hulk used to... I mean, the Hulk took down that gigantic... With Fenrir in... In, um, in whatchamacallit's... Uh, uh, Ragnarok. Like, six foot seven inches. And they're, like, equal height in this show. So, like, six foot seven inches? You want to tell me the Hulk is six foot seven inches? If the Hulk is six foot seven inches, I'm disappointed. The Hulk is the size of... Or at least was. I don't know if he got smaller when he bruised up. Um, which would be disappointing if Bruce was like, yeah, I sacrificed a little bit of of height for brains. I'm like, hey, man, you used to be a nine foot green monster. Because um, you think about it, like. Thanos was able to lift Loki up to where his legs were dangling, so he's got to be easy, like eight feet. No, pro- no problem. Um, six foot seven inches. You want you expect me to believe that this chick is six foot seven inches. The Hulk is not six foot seven inches. One thing I do need to talk about with this show is um, if you are confused as to who the hell um, Tim Roth is supposed to be playing, I think is his name. Uh, yeah, Tim Roth. He's playing Abomination. He's, re- or he's he got you know uh, cast back in his role as Abomination, which if you don't remember was before Marvel got all weird with it. One of the greatest villains <laughs> I've seen in a very long time, but not as. Here's the thing about it, and it could be because I'm a I'm a, I'm a, a John Wick uh, I'm a John Wick stan. Uh, I'm a John Wick buddy. When you watch The Incredible Hulk, uh, which is the Hulk movie that starred um, Edward Norton before they recast the Hulk as um, Mark Ruffalo and had like no explanation, um, Marvel was going through a metamorphosis. Um, when in that movie, uh, Tim Roth plays um, something Neil something Blonsky. I, I forgot his name. They just they credit him as uh, Abomination. Um, but before he became Abomination, so before he became this enormous beast, he was um, just a super soldier. They they had like a weird like cocktail um, Captain America type thing, and Tim Roth was actually, I believe, one of the first people um, in the Marvel Universe who, who we got to see with this, um, with this, whole, this whole thing. Let's see. When did Captain America come out? Captain. Captain America. The first Avenger in 2011. And then the Incredible, Incredible Hulk. Okay, 1977. Gee, I think I'm looking at the wrong one here. <laughs> Nobody wants to see anything from the Hulk past like the 2000s, man. Um, even the 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 Eric Bana one was just a nightmare. Um, that actually that movie's kind of dope, but the VFX just that movie's pretty sick. I'm not gonna lie. If I'm being completely honest here, uh, the Eric Bana one was pretty sick. Um, this uh. This movie, however, was as a child. I I loved this movie. Uh, as a as a grown up, I I still kind of like it. I, I still kind of really like it. Assume me. Um, Two thousand eight. So this guy, this Tim Roth character, this uh, Blonsky guy, 
he was the first one that we got to see with the magic carpet in the in the Marvel universe, which if you don't know what the magic carpet is, let me go into a weirdo nerd explanation of what that is. So in, if you remember in Infinity War, in uh, I think one of the, the first like ones where people were like, whoa, that they did it in was, um, yeah, actually uh, Captain America Civil War um, when, um, what's his name, Captain America uh, or uh, Steve Rogers is uh, chasing Bucky uh, and the Black Panther is chasing uh, Captain America they are running in like this underground highway kind of thing. There's Mercedes everywhere because they're trying to get, you know, their, their, their uh, ad revenue in. Um, and they are running at the speed, if not faster than the speed of most of the cars there. Now you can assume that these people are running at like, like minimum 40 miles an hour, um, which is physically possible by only like one person current currently, I think. Um, but you know, obviously it's a, it's an underground highway. We can assume that they're running at like 55 miles an hour, which is insane. And they're running faster than the cars. So most people would just think, oh, well maybe they just, you know, slowed down the cars and the people ran. But if you look at the way that they're running, like they are physically running so much faster and it, it's a very cool, like, uh, like effect that they're able to do not just in computers uh it's kind of like a half computer half like physical thing that they do or practical as they call it in the biz so basically what they do is they take a car and they run what they call a magic carpet behind it so imagine like just a huge like uh like a red carpet or an aisle um you know like a runner it's a huge runner that's durable so that you know obviously running on the pavement um, it doesn't like burn up or rip off or anything like that. So it's durable enough and it stays flat on the ground. I imagine they have something to weigh it back. Uh, it's like this huge veil. Um, and essentially they put the people on the, 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 the trail and they, they like the people just like they, they hunker down and normally it's stunt people. Cause you're not going to ask Chris Evans to get on one of these things and run, uh, on a platform that's moving at like 40 miles an hour. Um, so they do this uh they put the they put the people on the 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 trail and they drag this humongous carpet up behind this car get it up to a certain speed um and then they tell the people to start running so now you are on a platform that is moving at a speed and you run on that platform even if you can't make it past like 15 miles an hour you're flying past cars and you you look fast as hell because you're on a magic carpet ladies and gentlemen one of the coolest things i ever learned uh shout out to corridor digital uh they do like stunt stuntmen react or stuntmen uh you know something uh green couch pretty cool um but uh really really interesting thing to think about and blonsky because when i was a kid and I saw there's a scene where Blonsky, he gets juiced up uh, and he um, becomes a super soldier. He's the first super soldier we got in the Marvel Universe. And he is tasked with taking down uh, taking down uh, the Hulk. And the Hulk is all, I mean, he's hulked out. So, like, what the hell? And Blonsky, he, imagine John Wick, but if John Wick had the, had the powers of Captain America. It was the dopest thing you've ever seen he ran 
so fast. And he beat, he, he, he could legitimately punch uh, the Hulk and it would like register. Um, he was fast. He was cool. It was such a cool character, such a cool villain. And then honestly, it kind of went down for me or kind of downgraded for me when abomination, I mean, when he turned into abomination, uh, cause then it's just, you know, evil Hulk. Uh, it's just a, you know, ah, it's a, oh, cool. It's a, it's a more angry Hulk. Um, which I mean, cool. Uh, he had like bones sticking out of him so he could stab the Hulk. It was gross. It was a really weird fight sequence, but pretty cool. Especially as a kid, I was like, oh, as a kid, that's the reason why Transformers was such a, a big hit. It's same thing with uh, with the Hulk is, I mean, we're just here for crazy VFX and like explosions and whatnot, which this movie, deli- which the Incredible Hulk delivered on. Fast forward to today. Um, although I didn't like Abomination, the design for Abomination in the original was way better then whatever the hell they're doing now. And keep in mind, we have seen Abomination once before. They didn't want to straight up say that it was him, but Abomination was in um, Abomination was in Shang-Chi. Uh, he was the guy that Wong was, uh, was, was fighting. Which, by the way, are we ever going to talk about the fact that Wong was rigging fights for money? Hey, Wong. What the hell? <laughs> hey, hey, Wong. What the hell? Wong's going to get his legs cut off, dude. <laughs> He's Wong's going to get in trouble with the the freaking the triad, yo. What's going on here, Wong? You're you're rigging fights, bro. Um so yeah. Um but Abomination was in Shang-Chi. He was that giant fish dude. Uh and that is the design change is how do I say this nicely? Um horrendous uh it i don't know who approved these design changes for uh, for abomination but they are like absolutely terrible um especially for how cool tim roth looks um it's just i don't know man i'm not with it also they obviously cannot decide on what they want their logo to look like for this show they're like oh it's like it's got like a like a CW show kind of vibe, but now it doesn't. And now it, the the poster is like it's like a like kind of um, Better Call Saul kind of vibe. It's it's a nightmare. I, it's a nightmare. Um, they're they're losing their minds. Now, obviously, I'm not going to talk about She Hulk for this entire episode, even though I just talked about She Hulk for 18 minutes. So maybe I am because I'm not going to go past 30 on this episode. But now I gotta get into the thing that worries me the most. Um, with um, with um, what you call it, uh, San Diego Comic Con, we got um, a trailer for She Hulk, obviously, but we got some information on what Marvel plans to do in the future. Now, obviously, if you're a dork, uh, you watch the whole thing and you know everything that they're planning to do. I'm not going to go into all that because I'm not going to lie to you. I couldn't care less. Um, <laughs> you know when I'm going to care? I'll care when the movie comes out, okay? I haven't even seen Thor Love and Thunder. My life is an absolute travesty right now. I am in a living hell. Um, I, I live two minutes away. Not even a joke. I live two minutes away from a movie theater. 
and I am too poor to go. That is what you call hell. Um, especially for a cinephile like me. I don't like calling myself a cinephile because it makes me sound, how do I say this nicely? Like a stuck up little snob. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm coming for everybody today, baby. I'm coming for everybody today, dude. If you call yourself a cinephile, like, I don't understand what, it, it, the only people who can call themselves cinephile are people, like, you can call yourself a cinephile if you genuinely, like, like, actually believe, like, see, here's the thing about it, and I made a whole episode on this recently, go listen to it, it's called Your Fave Movie, Your Fave Movies Suck, and it's about how cinephile people want you to believe that these great movies that they call great are so great, I'm gonna tell you right now, it's a lie, there's some that really, really hit, but there's some that I'm sitting there watching this, and I'm like, hey, dog, this ain't it, have you seen Life of Pi, <laughs> you want to tell me that you genuinely believe that Citizen Kane is better than Life of Pi, if I wanted to hear, man, see, you're gonna go far, kid. My wife is a is a singer. See, why don't you sing for me, doll? If I wanted to hear that, I'd build a time machine or watch Cinderella Man. Which brings me to my next point. Have you seen Cinderella Man? We've surpassed Citizen Kane ages ago. And if right now you're a little cinephile dweeb listening to this podcast, getting offended, here's all I gotta say to you. Get the hell off my podcast. You don't belong here. I am a cinephile for the people. I'm a cinephile for the people. People don't want to know how a racer head was. People want to know how how movies that they're going to watch are. And I'm supposed to provide that for them, but I can't because my financial situation is in the dumpster. Cash at me. The Great Bambino. Great Bambino on Cash App. Cash at me. You won't. Sorry, continuing on. Um, what was? How did I even get here, dude? Oh my god, I needed to get medicated, yo. How did I get here? I don't know how to backtrack to this. So what I'm trying to get to with this She-Hulk thing, she uh, or oh, oh, okay, there we go. San Diego Comic Con, they announced that a bunch of shows that they're gonna be doing. Obviously, if you've seen Hawkeye. Uh, which was an okay show. Uh, there was it had its pluses and it had its negatives. Uh, its pluses were um, uh, Yelena, Yelena Belovola. Uh, she was awesome. I loved her. Um, I actually really liked Haley Steinfeld too, uh, and their partnership with Hawkeye. There was a lot of those in the show that I did not like. Um, for instance, when in the entire show of Daredevil did Wilson Fisk? ever strike you as a somebody who would wear a Hawaiian shirt Wilson Fisk there is one thing that the that the show uh the Daredevil the show uh told you undoubtedly about Wilson Fisk is Wilson Fisk 
has an unbelievable amount of drip. He would not be dead. He would not get caught dead wearing a t-shirt. A t-shirt. The dude wakes up and the dude wakes up to make breakfast in a three-piece suit. And you put this guy in a Hawaiian Tommy Bahama? What in the living hell is wrong with you? Hawkeye single-handedly, whoever did the Hawkeye thing, whoever's making these choices single-handedly ruined Wilson Fisk as a character. They somehow made him impervious to electricity and like an insane amount of other stuff, which is cool. Don't get me wrong. Wilson Fisk being like a Superman is nuts. But like he got shot by arrows. My guy got shot in the chest by arrows and just broke them off. So something's up. He's been juicing a little bit, I think. But here's the other thing. Aside from wearing Hawaiian t-shirts or Hawaiian shirts, button-ups, mind you. Literally, like, he looks like a, somebody you'd see in Florida retiring. It was insulting to me, to my eyes. On top of that, the mafia that Wilson Fisk is apparently aligned with. Keep in mind, this is the dude who was being manipulated or in he was manipulating or he was in cohorts with the hand with one of the one of one of the like strongest global organizations in the Marvel universe the hand dude we're talking like some crazy ninja warrior like crazy stuff you know um so like this is the dude who was aligned with that, with like um, Madam Madam Chang, I think it was, was her name, um, Madam Chen. I don't know. I'm so sorry. It's been a while since I've seen the Daredevil show. Uh, I love it though. It's one of the greatest shows of all time. However, now after apparently something happened in uh, the snap, and Wilson Fisk did not get his brain cells back because he's now aligning himself with gangs such as. The Sweatsuit Mafia. I'm going to repeat that for you because if if your reaction to that was laughing uncontrollably, I'm going to repeat that for you. Wilson Fisk, the man who manipulated the FBI, is now running the Sweatsuit Mafia. And and if you're wondering why they call themselves the sweats the sweatsu mafia, it is because they are Russians. They are a, a mafia, and all of them wear sweatsuits. Trust me, man. I'm just as confused as you. They look like idiots. They are idiots. Literally, the only cool person was uh, Echo, who I, I think her name was Echo, uh, who was the um, the deaf person. So that brings me to my next point, which is the point that I've been trying to make, the point that I wanted to make with this entire episode. She-Hulk, um, actually, in the first trailer, or in the, the, the trailer that they released at Comic-Con, and a trailer that they just recently released, they are teasing us with an appearance by Daredevil. And they have already announced that they're making a Daredevil show, I think sometime in 2024. So... Based on what I have seen with um, just what they're doing with their shows in general, based on what I have seen on 
Daredevil's entrance in She-Hulk, and based on what I've seen uh, with Wilson Fisk in Hawkeye, I and this is this is bring this is going to bring tears to my eyes if this happens. I will cry in my living room watching this. I think Marvel is on the edge. They are standing at the great valley that is the Charlie Cox Daredevil fandom. And they are looking into this chasm, this abyss of just people who are... We got canceled, dude. We got canceled after three seasons. Three incredible seasons. Including a a a a a a, a, a spinoff. Daredevil was the reason why all the other shows worked on Netflix. But sorry, Marvel right now is standing on that the edge of that abyss, looking into it and saying to themselves, "I'm gonna ruin it," and I genuinely believe they are. I think Marvel is going to colossally just destroy this show possibly this character the only good thing that i've seen about daredevil recently was uh in no way home um which was cool but he was only in it for five minutes if if, even that like it was a minute i think they're gonna ruin daredevil and i think it's going to be an enormous disappointment that being said, I don't know the future. Uh, they A lot of things could change. I don't even know if they've even started filming the Daredevil show. So a lot of things could change. Um, very clearly, obviously, um, uh, what's his name? Um, very clearly, uh, uh, Wilson Fisk is not dead. So he didn't get shot at the end of Hawkeye. Um, so yeah, we'll see how all that goes. Um, but I, I'm, I, it's not looking good for Daredevil. Uh, but I will still be watching it and supporting Charlie Cox. Uh with everything in me because that dude gave us one of the best superhero characters i've ever seen in my entire life if you have not seen the daredevil show uh so everybody asks uh whenever i tell people like oh the daredevil show like oh uh they ask me like how should i watch it so here's the thing about it if you i i think all the netflix shows are on disney now so you don't have to watch them on netflix um Daredevil, you watch season one, you watch season two, and then you watch Defenders. You don't have to watch the other shows to watch Defenders. You kind of you can just look up a recap on YouTube and that's it. That's all you need to know. Trust me, Iron Fist wasn't that great. Luke Cage wasn't that great. Jessica Jones, it, the first season was cool, like I guess, but it wasn't that great. You really all I was there for was Daredevil. You watch season one, season two, Defenders, which only has one season, and then you watch season three. That is the timeline that you should watch it in, and I ex- I, I 100% guarantee you, you will go through a journey uh, that is unchangeable, um, like or it, it, that is, it's, it's going to change you. You'll change the way you see superheroes and what they can be. Um, Daredevil was an interesting thing because they single-handedly showed us what um what a like martial artist kind of like boxer sort of uh superhero could be or not even superhero just a hero could be um and then iron fist took all that and made it kind of cooler with like martial arts um but then iron fist the guy was just annoying uh danny was just an annoying character which was weird so yeah 
those are my thoughts on She-Hulk. Those are my thoughts on where Marvel's going with Daredevil, at least. Uh, I haven't even talked about anything else. Uh, I watched Loki again. Fantastic show. Uh, give Loki a shot. Uh, give What If a shot. Those are two, uh, I would say, two of the best shows, um, two of my top picks for the series that they've released recently. Go watch or re-watch The Incredible Hulk. Uh, it was a good movie. Um, it was fun to watch when I was a kid. Uh, I've watched it recently, too, uh, and I liked it. Um, so yeah, do all that. Those are your homeworks. Um, if you're keeping up with the bachelor or the bachelorette, uh, I am too. I promise. Uh, I'm about to record a podcast right now for the bad batch. Uh, and if you're not sure what the bad batch is, uh, if you keep up with uh, the bachelorettes uh, right now, um, the bad batch is the show where I talk about all that. Uh, I've skipped a couple episodes because these episodes are an hour and a half long. Uh, and I, I'm not really going to talk about an hour and a half show each time. Cause then the, the, me talking about the hour and a half show ends up being an hour and a half. Um, but I've missed a couple episodes or I've, I've, I've forgotten to record each week cause I'm terrible at this. Um, follow me on Twitter at ticket ripper pod. Uh, talk to me about movies. Talk to me about your opinions. Ask me if I have any movie recommendations. It's almost always going to be douche bro movies. Uh, which if you're wondering what a douche bro movie is, it's, uh, mainly John Wick, Logan, uh, and <laughs> John Wick, Logan and X-Men first class. <laughs> not first class I, I that came out of nowhere for some reason um but yeah uh talk to me on twitter um follow uh, or subscribe do whatever you have to do interact with the podcast on your app uh leave a review if you have an apple podcast uh a, a account that helps me a lot um answer the questions if you're listening on spotify uh, i put little questions sometimes um, and yeah, we'll, 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 uh, if you're, uh, into the bachelorettes, uh, I will see you in the bad batch. Let's go baby. Oh, and it didn't stop recording. Oh my gosh. Why does this happen? Every single, I promise I'm not doing this on purpose. I hit the space bar and it doesn't.